It's. I'm just cleaning it up. I don't need to know how the sausage is. No, you do. You need to be part of this process because it's your baby too. This is our child. Finding our tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession, with Fabian Hoffman and Scott Casarian. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding Our Tribe episode 18. We are excited to be here. I'm Scott and... Yes, he is Fabian. Thank you, Fabian, for yes. saying Yes, oh, Fabian. I thought, uh, I didn't yeah. know we, this is, I mean, it's episode 18. Do you think people yeah. still need to hear our names? I don't know. Especially well, I'm Scott anyways. My especially name. since I in the beginning we say it, yeah. like, or I say it since I have the. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You have that with Scott Kazarian and yeah. Fabian. Yeah, exactly. But, All right, yeah, well, maybe... everybody, welcome to episode 18. We're really glad you're here with us. We um, are, again, in day, what, what week are we, Six. What day is it? No, I don't this even is know week, what day it is Well, anymore. this is week six. Everything's confusing. Yeah, week six of us and week five for students. A uh, fun and fact, pre-podcast is always very funny. Uh, yeah, you probably would be really boring for most of you. Uh, <laughs> Fabian was talking for a very long time about how uh, to make the podcast yeah. like once we record it. It was fun. And my I response was, I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Which I thought was really good, so I thought I'd just throw that in there because I thought it was so funny that I'm sure somebody out there is. You know what's right funny now. when somebody has to say that something is funny and explain. That's it. more like interesting or weird. That's not necessarily funny. Yeah, but, but that's yeah. for yeah. Well, so we're in week that's six. That's how we lose uh, people, man. <laughs> I do feel like I got into a groove this week. I feel like yeah? mm. all of a sudden things felt a tiny like a like like point zero zero five percent easier. Oh that's good. If that yeah, maybe point zero one actually. Let's yeah. round up. Cool. Point zero one percent easier this week. I feel like the strategies I'm using and the participation I'm getting from all of my students seems to be pretty kind of leveled off at this one spot. Yeah. But it's working and we're moving forward with it. Um, and so that's good. And my communication seems to uptick. You got like a thousand emails from today. Yeah, I did. So how did? Yeah. Which I, <laughs> I want to talk to you about that. So okay, remember, that remember up. how you were making fun of me when, when at the end when I say yeah. my my Twitter feed, a uh, Twitter handle, and you're like, oh god, no one needs to know that it's one F two N. and then I get an email at the beginning, multiple, the middle, no, no, the... <laughs> quiet, multiple emails saying uh, Mr. Hoffman with two Fs and maybe two Ns and maybe one. No, N. I don't even one. know, but. Yeah. It it was, it was it disappointing. I mean, it's like you never listen to what I have to say. Oh, so I sent out an email to all, each of our See, you don't even students. acknowledge me. This is, no. dude. And, and uh, maybe we have to break up. This is, <laughs> no, not okay. We break up. So for our audience listening, for our tribe members, we. <laughs> How many times have uh, we broken up? We text each other uh, creative differences, and that's our breakup uh, text. So <laughs> I, I think we had to text one of those today. But uh, I sent out these very formal emails to parents, letting them know like what this week's assignments look like and where their students are at, and trying and I, to be like very. What I really liked about it is that you took screenshots and you showed them what the slide looks like and stuff. So that's really that's also one of the things that I think I want to start doing on Monday is once I'm done, um, I'm going to send out like either a link to the slideshow so that they can see it. So the parents are holding their kids accountable because, oh my God, have I heard stories about students? Hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder how many parents are gonna click on my screenshots and then like see all the links and try to click the link. 
So I did oh, write in there like I did that you, too. The I was links like, are click, only click, found in Google Classroom. Like you have to go to Google Classroom to access these links. But like the screenshots are just to kind of give you a sense of what's happening. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's like one of those things where you see a link and you want to click it. Like today when we got this, um, there was this ridiculous spreadsheet that we have to fill out. Then, uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, it's a spreadsheet. I don't it's, know if it's ridiculous. But no, it's it is a, a spreadsheet, it's a and really we do have elaborate to do spreadsheet. It. Which yes, I, I love spreadsheets. Yes. I mean, this is it's beautifully done because it's got like pivot tables and stuff, so it's really cool. But I know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's like on one, uh, the do not touch or something, or do not click. And of course, the first thing I did, I clicked on it because I wanted to see what's behind there. It's like it's the same thing, kind of. No. Uh, pivot tables. I can do you explain pivot tables. Uh, pivot tables is when you have lots of data. So what I what I did to explain pivot nope, tables. See, now you're telling a story. I just yeah. need to no no no. So to explain pivot tables. Definition. So I got I okay. wanted to email all the parents uh, of my students, and I wanted yeah. to create groups or uh, con in my contacts on Google Mail, and so I asked Why our I ask questions. Hmm? Uh, why do I even ask you questions? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I asked our data, uh, our our IT person, Davin, who is amazing, um, if he could send me like the email addresses of all the parents. And so he sends me like literally of all the parents, like of all our students. He sends me this um, spreadsheet. And so with a pivot table, what you can do is you can you can set it up in such a way that you're filtering everything out. So you, I can say, okay, so this row, I only want to make sure that I can see everybody that's only in my classes so i don't see like period four and that's mr so-and-so and then everybody listening i'm so yeah. sorry and I so it's this. just this a my fault okay you, you wanted to know. <laughs> no it's just a it's an easy way of um pivoting sorting and filtering so you can have like a giant spreadsheet and then you can basically find stuff easier that's cool it. yeah on a resource note because if that made no sense to you like me uh, I am dabbling in something called Epic exclamation point at the end. I don't know why that's important, but it is. And uh, my my second grader got a link to it, and I'm checking it out for my special ed students to just give them free access to books and content that's educational. So right now with COVID, it's uh, free access. I think they're saying until the end of June, June 30th, which is a long time. So mm -hmm. check out Epic. I'm just dabbling at this point, but it looks like you can import Google Classroom uh, rosters and you can even do assignments if you wanted to mm -hmm. i think i'm going to use it for just general like access to uh, books that students normally wouldn't have or don't go to the library to get access yeah to. it's like yeah it's, it's a digital library essentially yeah it's called the the website by the way is getepic.com for those oh, of you interested yeah i mean i knew that i was on it like 10 minutes ago but i didn't realize that yeah and there's yeah, there's a ton a ton of books like i tried it like a couple of years ago for my son i signed up and was, i was looking for things that i can download for free for my son so we can read books and i saw that and was like oh that's really cool but then he was a little bit too young for those books and so i didn't use it but i saw that it was free for teachers and so yeah so yeah. you sign up with a teacher account and it's free, and I think it's just free for like everybody right now, just because there's like a 30 day trial and yeah. with COVID and everything. I think they, you know, the, I think wherever all these resources are going to get us is after June 30th when we still want access. Yeah. And we can no longer. I have mean, that's what they're and counting then, on, obviously. Right. That's why they're it's doing smart. it. It's smart. It's caring for us now, and yeah. it's smart for. I mean, they are businesses, so that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I had something amazing. But they don't have to do that. That's the thing. They don't have to. Well, like, they don't have to. And, and so that's really cool. That's true. I got a, a couple of big things happened this week mm. in the mail from Logitech. 
uh, which we are not sponsored by, but we would be feel free to, to be sponsored by. Should All I mention them for in gear. our tweet? I'll, I'll mention them. I don't know. I just mentioned it in the podcast. But uh, they uh, early on, I got an email just saying, hey, we want to resource teachers. If you want a webcam and a headset, fill this thing out. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm getting put on a scam and who knows, but I'll give this a try. It, look, it looks it looks. Whatever, here's my social. And, <laughs> yeah, and six weeks, seven, eight weeks later, however long it's been, in the mail this week, I got a um, webcam and really nice, you know, it looks like a gamer headset. Mm-hmm. It has like a little like click down thing that, that comes in front of your face. I'm not using it now, but because I have a really nice mic, but it, uh, my, my kids have used it. And yeah. I'm excited to, I was even thinking like be able to resource a student who maybe doesn't have that access at home yeah. when I'm teaching in the classroom again. That could be a cool like a loaner program or something. Yeah, especially now, like how school's probably going to look like after we go back. That we are yeah, it's interesting. Switching Lots of chatter, right? Yeah. Lots of chatter, like uh, rotations or some students going in at some times. We heard today that, you know, there's there's definitely going to be some significant summer school mm-hmm. as that starts to get rolled out as like compensatory services for, um, I don't know, did you hear that big word? Yeah. I don't know. Compensatory did you, services. Did, where did you Compensate. Well, like the root of compensate. Compensate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that's going to be for, specifically it sounds like. Uh, especially, what do they call them? Special groups, but special education classes and possibly yeah. others who maybe need to raise their grades yeah. in order to pass whatever grade they're in. Yeah, yeah. sounds like that. That's interesting. Uh, the other thing that the other thing that was really cool is uh, last Thursday and Friday, my my kindergartner went on a field trip. And you say, how could that be? How could that be, Scott? Oh, th- thanks, Fabian. Uh, well, so I she improvised. I added your set, name. I, that, was, that was I know. Thank you. That was so good. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah. Um, she put together what I would consider to be a really high class Google slide of all these opportunities to not only learn about animals, mm-hmm. but then all of these links uh, over and over again to live webcams for all these animals at all these different zoos Mm -hmm. so you could see hippos right now live chewing on whatever they chew on and it was (laughs) it was quite brilliant because not only that but then she puts she i think she sits in front of her shower curtain because it's always very colorful yeah and but she has all these videos and so as soon as you're done watching the hippo for as long as you want then she comes on and talks about the hippo and it really felt like you were at these other locations. I thought, wow, that's really brilliant. I'm going to yeah. steal it and try to use it for middle school. Was this um, contained like a, a, a slideshow that, that it wasn't like you, you don't start it, but it's like you get a link and you click on it and then you have a slideshow going? So like, oh, no, like this, what I was doing? This, or? Uh, no, this is like she sends Google slide links to us. She shares it with us. Mm-hmm. And I just load it up into a little like a uh, bookmark uh, folder. And okay. so you click on like tomorrow's. She already sent it at the end of the school day today. Mm-hmm. She sent it. You click on it and then you just press present and then you just kind of go through it at your own pace. So there's no rush. I, I definitely skip most of the math. I definitely yeah. <laughs> skip things that are going to take too long. Like for we you do to Prodigy. Like, yeah, I know. Prodigy is a great resource for us because there's so many different grade levels. If you haven't used Prodigy. It's this math resource that's also like this epic game battle, and they have a lot of fun with it, and and they test you. It's kind of like a diagnostic at first to kind of find your grade level. Mm-hmm. So I told I created one as a as an educator, and then put all my kids as the my personal kids as yeah. my students, and then told them you know first grade or second grade or fourth grade, and so then they kind of diagnostic you, and then they really kind of just start shaping your 
lessons based on how well you're doing. Mm-hmm. Very much like an iReady system or something, but yeah. then in the middle of it, you get to play. Have you ever played Prodigy? Mm, no. Oh, it's super fun. There's al- It's almost like uh, Pokemon-looking characters. I know I'm going to get harassed for saying that, but it almost looks like Pokemon-kind characters, and they come out onto a screen, and then they battle each other, mm-hmm. and the only way you can battle is by getting your math questions right. Oh, so I've they, heard of They give you, they I've give heard you of all this, this yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they give you questions, and you know, for my kindergartner, they're pretty high-level questions. Uh, some of them are word problems, and so he really has to slow down. Uh, there's a button that you can actually click, because he can't read fully, that actually says the questions to you as well. Mm-hmm. So as a kindergartner, he can even access it. What so it's kind of like the boss battles that we were doing in my class, just nicer. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, if I were paying attention, yes. They're yes. Probably similarly to what, yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly what they are. They're yeah. just this this gamification of math. That's cool. And so in order to cast your spell or whatever you were to do with these different you know, weapons that you can choose, you have to get the questions right. Yeah. And the, if you don't get a question right, they don't like move you on. They, It's actually part of the diagnostic that learns from your wrong answer and then forms questions based on that. It's, it's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. And um, I, one day we'll probably take over the world. But for now, it yeah. just helps us uh, learn math. <laughs> That's really uh, cool. But I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't mind skipping some of the math that my, my son is being enriched with from day to day to give him something like that that also gives me, you know, if he's on that, I'm able to then be in a web meeting, yeah. a virtual meeting somewhere, and still accomplish what I need to with him doing some level of brain math enrichment in yeah. this fun environment. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. What uh, what have you been up to? Tell um, me something. Uh, yeah, let's. So one thing that I've been I, saying all these great things. Yes, that I learned to, today, yesterday, yesterday. I don't know. Um, I learned that Khan Academy for Kids, and if anybody's using that for their kids, I'm using it. Um, is now you they have a teacher section, so you can assign your children that you're teaching at home, or if you're an elementary teacher and you're using Khan Academy, now you can assign stuff to them, and you can see progress and etc. So that's really cool and it's really helpful because um, my son is very sneaky. So when I put him on uh, Khan Academy, um, he he starts his lesson and it's adaptive. So they if you can't do it right, then it it gives you like similar. Um, work throughout throughout like the time you're doing it and so what he does is if he doesn't like something he just cancels it out and then he just <laughs> clicks on play again uh, and then until something um, until smart. reading comes out because that's what he wants to do he wants to read and he wants to write he doesn't want to do math because math is hard for him uh, and yeah so <laughs> so he just keeps on doing like every time there's numbers he just like clicks out and this way i can assign him math and we can sit down and i know okay now when i click on this there's math going on and i can help yeah. him um get through like this hurdle because i think he's just like overwhelmed um because if the i mean khan academy is great and everything but i think you still need to be like there for your kids to to like you know help them along and not just like help me understand how were you accessing khan academy before were you just like not logging in and just Take so, into assignments? so the Khan Academy for Kids app is um, just a standalone oh, it's a kids app. app. Yeah. Oh, got it. I was gonna say because I went on and I created a teacher account and then I was able to import yeah, no, all my different. Google classrooms and assign them. You're talking about something different. Yeah, Khan Academy for kids for app. kids, and that's I think of elementary school to fourth grade. I think. Oh, maybe... it's got like a fun bear at the front. Yeah. 
It's great. I, I, I love right it. Now. It's kind of annoying, but they have, um, because the voices, if you hear them too many times, then good thinking is one of the oh, things that she says all the time. Um, but <laughs> the the nice thing about this is that um, there, there are books in there, too, so they can read, and they can read along, and they're being read to yes. them. Uh-huh. Um, and then if they are part of the lesson, then they, they do exactly what we would do as teachers, is like they ask like pre-reading questions, they show them like pictures from the book, and then they ask them cool. stuff like, what do you think is going to happen? And then they have to say it and then my son sits there and doesn't say anything which is super frustrating but he's right. figured out that nobody's listening so. <laughs> oh man fabian so it's, what you do funny. in our web when you when we're in our virtual classrooms and you're like why is no one doing flipgrid you do that same thing to your son why aren't you answering the app? no i'm nicer to my son oh, oh okay mm. i like percentage wise how much nicer like five um point zero one percent yeah got it. five <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, but coming to Flipgrid, by the way, I think I found the strategy. So because now this week they are doing it. Not everybody, but oh, there's way okay. more. And uh, you know why? Because that's the only option they have. And the only option is either oh. you're going to write something or you're going to do the Flipgrid. And so they don't want to write. So they have to do the Flipgrid. So oh, that, interesting. Yeah. You know, I learned something this week um that i thought you know as we were talking and every time i get on a virtual classroom with fabian everybody uh he gets so frustrated he's like smiling it's like that mad or disappointed not mad but it's kind of a mixture of both at this point he's like begging it's 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 um it's hard to watch let's just say it's it, it is it is um, once i start but, crying and the mascara is running it's not pretty <laughs> but i had an interaction with a teacher this week so in our in our um Staff meetings and faculty meetings and department meetings and all these meetings we have, yeah. we do a lot of peer editing because they need something for us to do and they don't have enough stuff for us to do. So instead of canceling meetings, we do a lot of peer editing. Yeah. So I was in a peer editing and I created a WebEx and I'm never on video in these meetings. That's true. I'm on, a f- I'm on my ear, f- on my Bluetooth and I'm running around helping four kids and I just don't want to be on video. Yeah. Uh, but I got on video with my partner and tried to convince her to turn on her camera but she had like just woken up, and I said, "Oh man, I gotta know what bedhead looks like. Like, <laughs> like what does un? Like, and this is like a teacher that's always very well dressed and very well taken care of. And I just thought, oh come on, like, let, like I'll show you my horrible mustache. <laughs> just like show me what like what like not put together and couldn't do it. And it made me realize like this is probably larger than yeah. I don't want to do the assignment for a lot of our students. It's I don't want to look silly." Maybe I don't look in the mirror often enough to really feel good about who I am. Maybe I, <laughs> right? It's, Maybe I have bedhead. I don't really know. Well, you also shaved your head, so there's not really bedhead there. Did. But um, must, I think must you're right. I think it's yeah. like this, it, it's compounded. It's like the fact that they're seventh graders and they're awkward anyways, and they don't want to be like in the, the, the center of attention um, necessarily unless they choose to be. Um, and so I think it's this, it's, that is one thing. And then they don't necessarily want to show like maybe their bedroom. They don't want to show, they don't want to show that there's 75 people running around in the background. Like, I don't know. So it's like, it's, I think all of that plays into it. That doesn't sound like social distancing to me. No, but you know, I'm exaggerating. This was ironic exaggeration. Um, anyways, so, um, so they Uh just don't want to like have to deal with that with that everybody can see like where they are and that there's family running around and they're like or they're maybe like you or they're like they have the thing they have their headphones on and then they they listen like with one ear and then they have to do other stuff 
you know, they have to like carry their brother around or feed him or, you know, I've, I've been having conversations with students via email now where there's, they're saying like, Hey, I can't make it um, all the time because Hey, I'm, I'm feeding my brother <laughs> breakfast. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. it's just life. And so I, I do ask them to turn on their, their video because it's, it's like nice to see people and faces and stuff, but I don't like pressure them because it's in the end who cares as long as there's like a couple that interact with me i'm fine um sure but that's how you're gonna get flip grids yeah if you can convince them in a webex you possibly would be able to feel safe and comfortable enough yeah uh you could potentially do that in Flipgrid as well yeah you know so many of our teachers just don't even go on video either yeah i'm the i'm the only one in seventh grade that does um webex meetings apparently or at least on our team as videos them. or yeah and, and i mean the other teachers prepare like um screencastifies and stuff but webex uh, meetings i'm the only one on our team that does it yeah and i think it's building with the people that are showing up it's building a relationship i had fun because one of my students that's not even in one of our classes together had a birthday oh yeah and so the <laughs> sister was in ours and i'm screaming at the top of my lungs happy birthday in the background because i could see him walking around the background yeah so that was that funny. Was very fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was cool because yeah. a little you know, bit of humor. And it's like, I know it's embarrassing for him, and he plays it off like that. But I think that that they love that kind of stuff. Honestly, yeah. that that they're being like recognized, and they're like people care about them. Um, I think that's definitely something that they they enjoy in a way, even though it's embarrassing. But you know, that's what we do as middle school teachers. We embarrass. In case you're wondering what that squeak is, I think it's my twelve year old. Playing with a Raspberry Pi. Yep. He's doing something with the Raspberry Pi. There's also right, awesome. a car driving up and down here that's squeaking a lot. Oh, great. Which is in, All right. Awesome. Great. Sweet. I guess that's just like a <laughs> podcast at home, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I wanted to talk a little bit about our uh, podcast, by the way. Yes. We oh, have okay. some. We have numbers, and I think... Oh, yes. yes. You warned me. Yes. Okay. I'm I, I love numbers. Yeah. You okay. Ooh, don't say it like that. Okay. Well, ever again. Okay. <laughs> you like numbers? Great. Yes, I do. So <laughs> what I've noticed is um, that it's it's fascinating where they're getting where they're getting their data from. So um, and I've been wanting to tell you this for for a while. Um, wow. Well, get it out. Come yeah, on. I have to. So apparently, sixty five percent of our listeners are male. Did you know that? Sixty five percent. Hello, men. Yeah, and then twenty nine percent female, and then we have six percent non binary, and zero percent ladies. And oh, and then zero percent not not specified. But the thing that is interesting to me is like it says source Spotify, because I think Anchor works with Spotify, and but then there's only four percent listening on Spotify. So it's like it's not very representative. I think. Wow. Very strange. Super interesting. And our age group, it, yes. again, data yeah. data from Spotify, 23 to 27 years old are the people that are listening the most. Okay, awesome. Hi. Which is, I don't know, how are, you, how are they getting these numbers? It's fascinating. I don't but, know. Oh, Why the, are we talking is, about them on our podcast? There's so many great questions right yeah, now. This, but this is the most important one because I have a okay. mission. I have a mission. I want to be in every yes. state. That's my mission with our podcast. Oh, okay. So because Without right visiting? now... Right now, we have one, two, three, four, I think, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, oh, we're 13, counting 14, to 10 on our podcast. 15, this 16, 17, 18 states that uh-huh. we're in. Okay. So, great. Yeah, 18 states. So, if there's 50 states, how many states are left? That is a good question. Let's put in the, <laughs> the guessing music. Oh. Uh, 
Oh, oh no, in. please don't. Okay. Yeah. So cool. we so need 32 what does that more, tell us? 32 more states. Okay, we need 32 more states. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we're only on episode 18. I feel like we're uh, we're right to where we need to. Yeah, and we're slowly growing. I mean, uh, yeah. we, we are definitely, I mean, overall 463 plays already for all our episodes. I think my hope has always been that, that people with uh, our tribe would uh, log in or, or subscribe, listen, just get a laugh, kind of take a breath, yeah. get some perspective on teaching in life, and then write get us back an in email, maybe. And <laughs> nah, I've given up on that. But and then get back into the trenches of teaching, and you know, and feel like they're not alone. So if yeah. you don't feel alone right now, we're doing our job. Great yeah, job, exactly. Everybody. And if, if you feel alone, we're missing it a little bit. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. It's probably because Fabian started talking about numbers. Yeah. And well, everybody stopped listening. Fifty percent of people are listening in Hawaii. Oh, great. Yeah. So well, aloha. That's our fans. And then awesome. the rest is in California, like ten percent. That's pretty. Yeah. Anything else you want to share on the podcast that's not numbers? Uh, mm, no, I mostly have numbers. Then there's sixty-seven percent are using <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I mean. Uh, okay. Well, so the, so so I'm going. I'm going back to this field trip thing. Yeah. I was thinking about how fun it would be to then create writing lessons that are specifically geared towards all of these places that. My kindergartner wit, but anybody could go and feel like interactive because the more interactive, you've heard me talk about vocabulary many times, the more interactive the lesson, the more engagement I'm getting. Yeah. I, these are, hey, you like numbers, I like numbers, I don't like numbers, but you like numbers, so I'm going to use them. <laughs> I like it more like, than you do. You know, I'm getting much more than 50% buy in on my most interactive ones, which are things like vocabulary yeah. or take a national park tour and then I have some some selected questions for you to respond to. I like the ones that have videos uh, that are like teaching videos that engage them so that even if their writing isn't quite up to snuff, I know they're being challenged yeah. and their brains are being enriched, which is the whole goal, right? We're not trying to teach them something new. I'm not going to try to, if they didn't know how to capitalize the first letter of a word, you know, at the beginning of a sentence, I'm not sure I'm going to tackle that yeah. during this time. No. But if we already did, which we, just to be clear, we already did go over that, those kind of things, <laughs> command of conventions, uh, then I can hit that as hard over and over and over again in regards to my lessons because that's enriching yeah. the things we've already done. And I'm wondering, man, how can I pull these really cool live webcams into all that? I just think it'd be fun. You have any ideas on how I could do that? Well, I want you to design it for me, and I'll just yeah, you can give just it to him. yeah, exactly. I'll, yeah. I'll create a template for you. No, so what yes. uh, what I've been reminded of, and I think that's what she's doing, is a so-called hyperdoc, which is essentially what I was doing this week. So if you were paying attention to what I was doing this week, that's what it is. Um, well, you wrote the word hyperdoc, and I thought, yeah. oh, good, that's useful for nobody. So yeah. thank you for writing hyperdoc. So no, hi- so now explain it to us. Yeah, hyperdoc means um, it's essentially a document that is self-contained, and but that has has like links um, to other <laughs> to other places on the web, for example, uh, or within that document. So if you are we supposed to, is the rest of the world supposed to know what that means? Like what about our what parents? Are How are they going to know what hyperdoc yeah. is? I would never know. It's that. a it's a thing. It's a, a right, thing great. on ED Tech. Um, okay. Yep. 
So, um, so what I did in, in my presentation that I had on Monday for my kids, um, I, I made it self-playing essentially. So I published it to the web. It's just, it's just a Google slide. So I published it to the web and then it's very self-contained. So they don't have to like go to slides and then click on play and blah, blah. So they don't see like all the slides because I was hiding stuff oh, in there. Oh, it's automatically presenting yeah. the so you slideshow. You, you can set that oh. to not do that. Um, but it's it's published to the web. That's what it what it's called. So if oh, you go to HyperDoc. Yeah. So if you go to <laughs> oh shut it. If you go to file and then publish to web on Google, um, you can yeah. publish it to the web as it says, and then you get a link oh. that you can give to your students. And if you have slides on there that you don't want them to see right away, so if you're doing, for yeah. example, a, a choose your own adventure story. Um, you don't want them to see like what all the options are, obviously. So then a self-playing Google Doc is much more helpful so they don't see like the slide right away. And so... Oh, they can't go forward or backwards. Yeah, well, they, they, they can, but they're not going to... They can, but they don't see like the slides on the left side, like in thumbnails. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And so what I so did... You press publish and then it publishes. Got yeah. It. Okay. And so what yeah, I did on it. mine, because I, I'm gamified and I like hiding Easter eggs in my presentations, I hid an Easter egg. Yes. One very obvious one, which is just a, a like an R5 unit in you know Star Wars and stuff. And then you click on it and then it leads you, it jumps to a different slide where it says, nice job, you found an Easter egg, but this is not... Uh, now you know what an Easter egg is. Go Go search for the real one. And it's just like oh. a GIF of the exploding R5 from episode four. And yep. so, and, and, and then I just put a link. So go back to where you came from. And so I just, it's self-contained and it makes it like, yeah, like a website essentially. Yeah. Um, like you're like, you're really playing the game. Yeah. Like you're in it. And oh, so, cool. you know, you tried to explain that to me earlier pre-podcast. Yeah. And I had no idea what you were talking but about. But you're also not listening. Because you were me. asking me, well, it might have even been on the podcast <laughs> that you were like, oh, it was a, one of these published. Blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. It's Google Slides. You go to Google Slides, you click on it, it just opens. I don't yeah. Know. Google but Slides. But that makes more sense. I can file, see the. Published yeah. to the web. And then it publishes to the web, like you've said like three times. Exactly. That's perfect. So, okay. um, yeah, and that's, that's cool. And that's fun. Um, the only downside is if you are counting, like if you're looking at how, how many people are accessing your document, um, which can be really helpful for like participation and engagement and stuff, um, it doesn't show you that because it's published to the web. So it doesn't like register um, who looked at your document. It's not tracking. Yeah. So that's the only downside to it. But for this week, I was like, I'm just going to try it and see because it's a nice self-contained thing and that they can jump around and it's, yeah. So I feel like I thought of another downside. What's that? You say the word self-contained way too many times. I just learned it. it. I learned that oh, word. Okay. All right. Great. Well, yeah. well, now we've all learned it. Exactly. That's awesome. No, that's great. That That's like, what a, what a, like a fun thing that we continue to learn. Have you given any thought to end of the year? We already have our dates of like, yeah. now we're going to go back to our classroom and clean out our classroom and then, like our students can come pick up their gear at some point after we get into the classrooms yeah. all separately. We're not going to see them. Have you given any thought to like doing anything, printing anything? Well, have you given any thought to that? I mean, I don't, we only learned about it this morning. Yeah. Like so but I've been thinking about how to end my game for a while now and I haven't gotten right. to like a definitive like answer. But um, I want so initially what I wanted to do is I wanted to print a three D print the um, the medal that uh, Luke and, and Han get in uh, oh, Star yes. Wars, 
at the end yes. of episode four. I wanted to print that out and give it to the winner of my game as kind of like a right. congratulations kind of thing and was like music and stuff. So that's not going to happen, obviously. And obviously. so I'm, I'm still thinking about how can I do something similar. So I, would, I wanted to send something to the winner of the game, basically. Um, is someone still going to be able to win the game after all of this? Yeah, the game is still running. It's not right. like I'm I'm kind of slacking, I have to say, because it's it's just really hard to keep track of things now yeah. and my motivation is not as high because I'm kind of like uh Yeah, we've hit a lull at yeah, the 6 week yeah. mark. We're kind of like lulled a little bit, need to and kind of ramp up to the end of the year. I just need to kick myself in the butt and just like do it. And then I'll be yeah. more excited about it. But right now, I was just like, uh, yeah, trying to put it. So off you are bit. keeping track of points. You are yeah. keeping track of XP. Um, I am. Um, I yeah. So I I still have my um, score sheet, like my my uh, Google sheet thing going. Um, I have like from the last time when they did the boss battle, the points were automatically transferred over there. So there's that, and so um, that's how I was keeping track of points. Um, but yeah, so now it's just like, how are we going to end it? And if not everybody is like coming and if it's like once everything is turned in and like the question is, how long are these kids going to stick around? You know, it's like, yeah, well, I like a good question at the end of our podcast. So how about this? If you uh, how are you thinking out there in podcast world in our finding our tribe world? uh, How are you thinking about ending the year? Have you given any thought to it? Like, uh, do you have any plans? Are you just going to write a sappy note and put it in with all their stuff? Yeah. Uh, Are they going to be coming back to collect their things? Like, have you figured out a way to end the year and feel like not only you brought closure to them, but maybe a little bit of closure to yourself as well? Yeah, because it's a. It's, I'd like to know. It's kind of. I mean, it's emotional for sure because we. I I I was really bummed. Like as I think I told you uh, on the podcast too. Is like when once we heard like we're not going back. I was re- really sad because I wanted to have like these experiences with my kids, and it was like, right. well, that's not going to happen. So I was really bummed about right. that. Who's going to sign my yearbook? Yeah, did you know I bought a yearbook? I, uh, it turns out we don't get them for free. No, I had to buy one. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, so I bought one. I went I went on and bought one because I just think it's my first year of teaching, yeah. and I always want to look back on this year as like. That year, that that's well, so much stuff happened. I look back on it, but but <laughs> you met me <laughs> and you got it, to that, teach with me, it, and I got to like, introduce you to all the great things <laughs> that you learned with the stuff. So yeah, so I bought a yearbook, so cool. I'm looking forward to getting that. But who's gonna sign it? Yeah. Who's gonna write "Have a Great Summer"? I will. Which I would ex- I would have I will expected do it you for to you. write. I will take a picture yearbook. of it. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, you know how to reach us. Find us at Finding Tribe Pod on Twitter. I'm at Finding My Aloha. Uh, Fabian is at Hoffman Edu one F two N. Thank you for remembering. And you're welcome. And you can always email us, but just DM us, uh, leave a comment on things that hey. we're posting, and just hey. be a part of our community. Email. Hey, that's where it's at. Email. Don't just say DM yes. us. All right, all right, say it. Email. What's the email? I don't yeah. remember. Uh, finding our tribe podcast at gmail.com. See how many finding our tribe podcast. I've said at it gmail.com. All right. like eighteen times now. I, okay. I can say yeah, it. Yeah, and now we're quickly. Yeah. 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 Now we're all feeling a little bit of shame every time you say it. Good. Though, so that's what I want. That's why I tried to blow by that. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye, guys. Ciao.